2: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Temptation Island wrap up Uh, Today, we'll be talking about Season 3, Episode 10, The Final Bonfire, Part 1. I'm Kirsten McInnes, joined, as always, by the wonderful Maggie
3: Morgan. Maggie, how are you? Hey, Kirsten. Um, I'm doing really well. This episode was a bit of a snooze fest, but I'm certain this podcast won't be because I'm super excited about our guest.
2: Yes, me too. So we, I think maybe you should introduce this guest. So
3: yeah, you, so you can give all the, the tea. Absolutely. So our guest today is an amazing actor, dancer, fitness coach coach extraordinaire. She's my best friend um, and she has been listening to the podcast and watching and following Temptation Island for the entire season and we finally got her on to talk about it. It's Miss Laura Gerard. Hi! I'm so excited. <laughs> I will say that Maggie dragged me, like,
1: kicking and screaming, into watching Temptation Island in the first place, based off the fact that she was doing this podcast. So this is a real, like, this is a really nice mid-season character arc for me. That here we are talking about it live. Yeah, so, you uh, were like, I'm you distance. were like, it's
3: amazing. <laughs> you were like, I don't want to watch this, and I was like, but you do. And now, and then you text me after every episode your thoughts. <laughs> I do. I do.
1: Yeah, I was like Maggie, what garbage are you sucking me into this time? And it's like the best show on TV. It's the only thing <laughs> that Wait, I what, watch. So,
2: what other garbage has Maggie sucked you into before,
3: other than this? Um, A I feel like that
1: should be classified.
3: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, I. Okay, well, like obviously it's not garbage, but if you don't know. Like before you're inducted, you think it's garbage. Like I got Laura into Big Brother hard in college. Like she like I was like, There's a show, Big Brother, and she was like, Isn't that a show just where like people live in a house and wear bikinis? And I was like, It's no. actually not. Okay. I mean, this honestly, is that mystery. is true, but there's just a little more to
1: it.
2: But thing
1: is not true, because I was a big fan in high school. I watched it for years. But then when I met you in college, I had no I watched it like with my mom. So I didn't know about the twenty-four hour. Feeds like that. Mm-hmm. Actual, you know, people with jobs watch those, and you know, Maggie will call me every morning and give me the little like update from the feed and what Taryn mm-hmm. had to say and what I need to know about who and who's canceled. And it's great. Yeah. It's, so I don't have to put in any of the work. That makes it a lot she more almost
3: work. she almost got me to watch Love Is Blind. I still haven't watched that one, but she loved Love, Love Is loved Blind, Love and is blind. I was like, if you like Love Is Blind, you'll like Temptation Island. I feel like it's the same vibe. No.
2: I never actually watched Love is Blind. I honestly, Kirsten, it's worth a watch. It really is. <laughs> I've heard that. No, no, no. I've heard that. And when I say I haven't watched Love is Blind, people are like, what? You haven't watched Love is Blind? Like It? Blind? Well, there's no island. So, it, Well, exactly. We're too busy watching to Too Hot to Handle because they're on an island. Come on. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Uh, oh, God.
2: Which is, what a uh, Yeah, Love is
1: Blind is excellent. I feel like the premise has a bit more integrity if you want to call it that but um (laughs) the the high production value low actual value is like a similar
3: (laughs) ratio oh my goodness um so to talk about this show yes. Temptation Island um, so do you have any like overarching feelings Laura about the couples or anything I guess we'll get into it in this episode because it was sort of was like an overarching episode about like like a recap clip show type thing yeah I was
1: really disappointed that it was like a clip show I literally I saw um, like the final bonfire part one and I was like part one and I feel like <laughs> no. this episode was a lot of uh, me just saying things back to the TV, like repeating things. Mostly things Kendall said, that he'd be like, nobody's perfect.
2: And I'd be like, nobody's perfect! I feel like it was that
1: for the entire episode. Uh,
2: Yeah, I I feel like they absolutely could have just done maybe like the full final bonfire in maybe one slightly longer episode rather than mm-hmm. this but you know what it gives us one more week on the pod so can't For complain sure. too much I will admit I took significantly fewer notes this week than I normally take because uh, a lot of this felt very unimportant
3: yeah um, I, I mean it it was like the, the entirety of the like recap basically of Corey and Aaron and Kendall and Erica's Relationship was like completely irrelevant because it's everything we've been talking about every week. So like, I feel like we don't even need to go over like the past, like recap stuff on here. We can just go straight into their bonfire after we talk about like them leave, like the couple. Yeah, like, there's the like the island a, couples leaving.
2: Yeah, there's like a little bit of the the tempters and temptresses leaving <laughs> that I guess we can talk about, and then literally the bonfire, and then uh, there was we'll like fourteen minutes of actual content in the entire. Yeah. Episode. Yeah, I think this might be a, a short podcast because there's not <laughs> a lot uh, for us to get into. Uh, I I guess we'll just jump into it. So the episode, uh, like the actual content of the episode starts uh, at the guy's villa, uh, much as the last episode ended, where Mark L. Wahlberg has let them know that it is time to leave, time to leave the island. And we get just mm-hmm. like a short scene with each of the like quote unquote couples left at that villa um before the women leave. And so Corey and Amanda, uh well uh, Amanda's helped Corey a lot. And <laughs> is is he going to take Aaron back? That's the big question. And that's that's it. That's all there that is.
1: Also
3: I like,
2: felt like I could go I felt like
1: I could hear production asking them like how has this person helped you and taught you something? (laughs) Because they so clearly were all given the same prompt across the conversations. Like, that's not what they would be talking about, I feel.
3: Totally. It was strange. Also, Amanda says, like, in her little exit interview thing, she's like, I do want to pursue a relationship with Corey if his situation was different. And he's the only one who can change his situation. And I actually thought that that was, like, really, like, Amanda just, like, clearly is, like, a self-assured, like, lovely person who was, like, I'm not gonna be chasing after a guy who doesn't want me. Like, Corey's the only one who can change it. Like, I think he's awesome, but, like, if he wants to get back with with Erica, that is his, or Aaron, that is his prerogative. I seriously write Erica and Aaron like inter interchangeably on the on my notes. It's crazy. I have to go back sometimes and uh, revise. I, I
2: do the same thing. I just because it's two names, we've got so many letters in common. It's it's a lot of work <laughs> to keep notes for this show. Okay,
0: uh, yeah. I, again,
2: how did Amanda end up here? She does not belong here. No, she should be on the Bachelor.
1: Yeah, I mean, she'd be a natural fit on the Bachelor.
2: Yeah, she'd be good on the Bachelor. But again. I think she's too good for all of this.
1: I was going to say, I think even on The Bachelor, you'd be like, look this normal woman doing
3: over here. She seems kind. Yeah, also, was, no, I was just going to say, but also, like, she agreed to go on to Temptation Island, so clearly there's something up. It, maybe she just wanted a vacation. Like, I can respect
2: that. I, I mm-hmm. can respect that. Like, obviously, they must have gotten some kind of stipend. Uh, I would have taken a pen to like go a, to Hawaii. Yeah,
1: maybe she's just like a slow burn personality. Like she can keep that up for a few months, but then if they had been on that island for like one more month, she would have been like crying, crying and screaming in a bonfire too.
2: But maybe. how did she how did she get through casting? Like I just don't understand. But <laughs> it's you know what? It's fine. This is uh USA network casting. I don't think it's like as uh stringent as some other networks. Um. Okay, Tula and Julian. They, this Weird. scene really makes it seem like Tula's been a really big part of this experience, and I'm like, but where was she on the show?
3: <laughs> like, where the was chicken she? fight. She was a part of the chicken fight. But that's you it. Forget. Like, yes, when was? did she teach Julian
2: communication? When? <laughs> when did she teach him that? It was in a bunch of
3: level-headed conversations that they didn't air. Also, like. I thought it was weird how he was like, whenever I look at that ring on her finger, I'm going to think of you. I was like, this is not what you say to someone. (laughs) This is not correct. And like, just
2: say, just say Kristen has said yes to this proposal and they are engaged now. And then she has to watch this episode and be like, oh, so wait, every time you see this ring, you think of
3: her, a stranger that we don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Bizarre. I don't know. I'm sure that this was like one of those producer prompted moments though, like clearly, because what is what else is happening here? It was
1: so weird. I have such a soft spot for Tula because she mm-hmm. seems like she's the only person in that villa who actually like will plot Kendall for being Kendall. Um mm-hmm. but the whole like Tula Julian thing feels forced. Like he was like, "Hey, I'm going to propose to Kristen." And they were like, "Great. Okay, no more storyline for Julian. We're going to give Tula some more screen time and you two can just <laughs> hang out together. And...
2: Yeah, they were like, we're actually sick of Maya on the show, so you're going to take Tula instead. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I, I just Literally. don't understand. Because we saw Maya, at least. Like, I would at least somewhat understand it if Maya was there to be like, oh yeah, we've seen that they're friends. Mm-hmm. I- it came out of nowhere. Yeah.
1: I wonder if Julian pulled the same thing almost that Aaron pulled with shack where she was kind of like we kind of have a connection but I don't love it so I'm going to send you home mm, maybe. and like mm. talk to someone much more benign
2: well and um. that's also kind of the same thing that Aaron did um, by eliminating Griffin before the 24 hour date too of like mm-hmm. I'm going to go on a date with someone who I actually don't have a connection with so that there's no risk of anything it's a good call mm-hmm.
3: um, okay, it's talk- a good call for them but it's not a good call for us as viewers who want to see mess that's why this was a snooze fest
2: well, we were never going to see mess from Julian anyway like the only possibility right. of mess is if Kristen says no next week which I am genuinely concerned
3: mm-hmm. that she might Mo- so is my mother let uh, me tell you very concerned incredible. text from Mary about that <laughs> um <laughs> okay uh
2: so then thomas and sophia say goodbye and there was literally uh nothing of substance thomas is like yeah i don't know what's gonna happen in the future but i was blessed to have this experience with you like maybe we'll be friends maybe we'll be lovers i I don't know there's also
1: a stark contrast going from Tula and julian having like a lovely like you've helped me emotionally blossom conversation into Tom and Sophia
2: being like, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you too.
1: Like, it was like, so like high
2: school. (laughs) They are the embodiment of the you hang up. No,
3: you hang up.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Yes.
3: (laughs) Yuck. Yeah. When Thomas is like, no matter what happens, you and I, are keeping our connection. And that's how he said it. He like trailed off at you and I. And I thought he was gonna say, like, you and I are gonna be together. We're gonna make it work. No, we're keeping our connection, I guess, whatever that means.
1: Well, yeah, only oh, he like, friends or lovers. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I hate the word lovers. I can't stand
2: that. I is there anything more disgusting than someone <laughs> earnestly calling someone else their lover? No.
3: Like it Taylor Swift, me- you didn't have to do that. It, it reminds me of um that sex in the city uh alexander petrovsky and carrie because she calls alexander petrovsky her lover he's my lover yeah, yeah and it's Absolutely. gross that was the worst guy ever
1: that was anyway. an
2: incredible impression of carrie bradshaw <laughs> <laughs> thank you that has a really great Steve, <laughs> it's my only two impressions.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, Steve. Please <What laughs> do, do it. it? <laughs> so tall, <funny. laughs> Um, The only thing you have to do is that he's like Miranda. Like that's it. That's Steve. Miranda. Rand, I'm sorry like it's just that.
2: I'm still <laughs> it's, never it's gonna not, <laughs> forgive them for what they did. to No me either we can't, can't nope movie. nope Anyways, those aren't canon the movies aren't canon I agree, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I know, <laughs> they're not canon I agree um, okay um, speaking of other things that uh, we don't like uh, Kendall and Alexis
3: have their goodbye I was uh, like shocked oh. by this She's shaking and crying she's like really upset and Kendall I think was I Never,
1: too. I will never forgive Kendall for making me empathize with Alexis because now I am, I fear for this girl. I care for this girl. Kendall just like so obviously chews people up and spits them back out that after like a month, she's exactly where Erica is. And then she just keeps saying, like, please don't hurt me the way you've hurt your girlfriend. And he's
2: like, well, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Like, it's so painful to watch. It's, well, and there's so much of this conversation, like, nothing that Kendall says makes any sense. Like, he's always doing, like, the double speak thing yes. of just basically random sentences that don't really go together. He does this Mm -hmm. a lot in this conversation, as well as at the bonfire with Erica later. Um, But Alexis is literally like, I'm shocked. I didn't realize that I had these feelings, and now I have feelings. Uh, Yeah, she's in danger. Uh, (laughs) But Kendall literally says in this conversation, we're gonna make it. Um, But he also says, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And then Mm -hmm. he says, just trust me. Trust my Judgment. Weird. Uh, and then at the end says, "We're gonna be good." Do you believe that? What is happening? I, I think like that the he riddle just, of
1: the Sphinx.
2: Yeah, I think <laughs> <he> just, <laughs> not
1: the Sphinx. I just, okay, the first thing I wrote down a whole list of candle quotes because yes. candle is the one person who has me talking back to my TV like it's the Super Bowl when he said, "Trust my judgment." I was like, "Trust my judgment." what judgment what this man should not be in a decision-making position like mm-hmm. and he refuses to like acknowledge her feelings in any way he's surprised that she feels so much but he's clearly like also stoking those feelings by like talking about families and kids with her yes. it drives me Kendall really is like just gonna get me fired up so it's like, if we want to move on that's fine I can't stand him
2: nobody with any taste can uh, can understand him here's the thing it's come up many times over the years that my type of man is toxic but even Kendall is too toxic even for me okay Kirsten no my type is we talk about it all the time on BoJack HorsePod about how my type is tall and toxic and I don't think that that's true Kendall, you not tall and toxic Kendall's too toxic
3: even for me no, Kirsten, because you had Dr. Blake pegged from episode one, and he's also one of the most toxic people. On well, the why do you think I am able to
2: identify them, Maggie? <laughs> why do you think I can see the sign? Are in <worst> to Dr. Blake? No, 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 no. I feel like a DM not. can be sent. <laughs> no, I, I, I would rather be dead. <laughs> uh uh, no but like once you have you know been interested in toxic men you are better at identifying them moving forward I'm trying a new thing where I don't go for toxic men that's my 2021 thing is being vulnerable and not um getting into toxic relationships so we'll see we'll see how that
3: goes love that for you Uh, here's the
2: thing Kirsten is that Kendall is like
1: a shot for shot remake of one of my ex-boyfriends so just every time he speaks it makes my skin crawl so i know i'm not i'm coming into this with a heavy bias i will admit that like (laughs) but here's the thing
2: if you were biased towards liking him then i'd be like "Mm -mm, no we're journalists and we need to have unbiased coverage of this (laughs) but you're coming in with the appropriate opinion and i'm like yes say it say more <laughs> oh my oh, god, that was hilarious! Journalists. <laughs> We're not journalists, again, for the record. But if someone came in trying to say they like Kendall, I'd be like, "Listen, <laughs> we have to be impartial."
3: Yeah, I mean, well, who is that person? Please find them for me. I because, don't want to know them. I'm scared yeah, for them. I'm worried about them. them. They are in. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry. <laughs> Um, uh, the one update on the alexis front though is that her instagram as of this morning um april
3: 21st 2021 private it wasn't private before i think in anticipation of this episode and a lot of the hate she was gonna get but also
2: verified right she is verified on instagram now yeah
1: also poor alexis like really i know she's said some questionable things but like anyone who's watching this go down and being like alexis is clearly to blame
2: Mm -mm. well no she was doing her job job. yeah that's the thing is alexis came in as a temptress with a job and she did that job uh flawlessly went to temptress camp yeah she she doesn't (laughs) even need temptress camp camp.
1: uh
2: and like yes she said some things about erica that i don't love but at Mm -hmm. the end of the day she was saying things about a woman she literally doesn't know uh, mm-hmm. And all of the information she has is from Kendall, who obviously was going to give her, uh, you know, some biased reporting himself. Uh, and she's in danger. So while I don't love Alexis, uh, I'm not I don't hate
3: her. Like, I'm worried yeah. about her. Yes, absolutely. Anyone within. Twenty feet of Kendall, I am worried about.
2: Yeah, Kendall needs like a a, a, a court order that he's not allowed within a hundred feet of any woman, like any woman, <laughs>
3: <laughs> any woman alive. Yeah, I mean it I might be a that. little
2: bit hard
1: to enforce. Uh, or maybe he, he can he can hang out with women, but Mark L. Wahlberg also has to be there to yell
3: at him. <laughs> Yell <laughs> I at right him. Or Mark L. Wahlberg. No, Mark L. Wahlberg yelled at <laughs> both heavy couples lifting. tonight. On the bonfire, yeah. he like went in on Corey. Yeah, he gets
2: mad. Um, we'll get we'll get to, we'll get to angry. Marco Wahlberg. Okay. Um, so at the girls' villa, I wrote I literally wrote down none of the goodbyes particularly compelling question mark. Um, Chelsea and Blake mm-hmm. had a weird goodbye though, where
3: Blake is like, yeah. just be strong. Yeah, and also he says he says in his confessional, he's like. I don't want to compare myself to Tom, but I believe I have shown Chelsea what else is out there.
2: Yes, there are famously two types of men. Thomas and Dr. Blake. Line up, ladies. Those are your options. Well, who would you pick? Thomas or Dr.
1: Blake? Thomas. Yeah, unfortunately, same. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean... It's a real
1: Sophie's Choice. Yeah, I don't love
2: either of these options. Uh, but you know what Thomas will go out and be flirting with other girls so I'll have free time so whereas Blake is gonna put his single-minded focus on you 24 <laughs> hours a day. Hold on.
3: Kristen, <laughs> can we talk about uh, Dr. Blake like oh, in the DM that you got? Yeah so
2: I got a DM oh, about Dr. Blake from uh, a listener of this podcast if I could just scroll up and actually open it so that I could read it to y'all. I asked if it was okay for us to share this, Uh, and they said it's okay. Okay, so here's the DM. They said, hi, this is so random, but I thought you'd enjoy. Love your pod, by the way. So I'm casually stalking Temptation Island people, and I see that Dr. Blake follows my best friend. So I'm like, sis, how do you know him? Turns out she met him during yacht week in like 2016 said he was like full out raging and sweaty the whole time and made out with half the fleet. She said he wouldn't shut up about being a dentist and never followed him back because he was so annoying. I had no one to share this with. So I apologize for the random DM. Can't wait for the finale.
3: Um, that track so hard. I about (laughs) fell out of my chair when I read it for for any, if anyone's
2: going to be extremely sweaty and raging at yacht week, dr blake what is yacht week Can, do you know what it is it's okay it, it sounds made up no it's a thing um let it's me it's like for people who don't own boats but want to <laughs> so it's uh the original floating festival Ooh. so it's like a bunch of yachts that everyone's just partying oh, on like it's
3: in, like, Croatia, and it's in the ocean. Like, we yeah. do it abroad. Oh, I didn't realize that. I thought maybe it was, like, a East Coast or West Coast thing. I didn't realize it was, like, a European thing. It's a bunch oh of gosh. yachts in the water. Um Here's what the description on
2: the theyachtweek.com says. Welcome to the best week of your life. This is the Yacht Week, an adventure like no other. Explore stunning oceans and islands aboard your very own yacht with your best mates and hundreds of other beautiful, like-minded explorers to convoy. You'll have your own skipper and the freedom to map your own path for seven days through spectacular beaches,
3: deserted islands, and incredible parties. Wow, that honestly sounds amazing. I would like to go without the docking and having to party with the Yeah, they people. have. I like okay. to go on a yacht with my friends for a week.
2: So they have, there's a Croatia route, a Greece route, um, Montenegro Adriatic route, Croatia has a different route, another Croatia route, a Sardinia Emerald Coast route, Polynesia and Tahiti,
3: Caribbean and St. Lucia. The Bahamas. It, honestly, it doesn't surprise me, though, that like the type of people who go there to that or like like Dr. Blake is like the type of person who would be like, let's go to yacht yeah, Look
2: at how you happy know? he was on the sailboat like what, a week ago? It makes sense. Right. He loves boats.
1: <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I, the last place I would want to be is on the open ocean with Dr. Blake.
2: <laughs> with Dr. Blake and a bunch of Alcohol and presumably drugs. And Uh, and the fact
3: that he wouldn't stop talking about being a dentist, that is the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard, ever. He's probably like, let me look at your teeth to
2: all the women as (laughs) like a way to get close. I don't know. How does someone even
1: like go down that path where they're like the coolest thing I could possibly be is a dentist. And like, I have no disrespect for dentists, (laughs) but the fact that he's pushing that narrative
2: so
3: hard yeah, he's not You're a neurosurgeon, Senate. you know? He's not the rock star dentist, okay? He's yeah, not exactly. Mack. Look, I know dentists make a lot of money, and you have to go through, like, eight years of dental school and be really, really smart to do it. Like, totally, it's... I could never be a dentist, but also, like you said, it's not like he's a pop star. Like, he's, well, you know, I don't know. It's just, like, so odd. Also, like, anybody who is touting their, like, high power job in in any way like that is like the biggest red flag ever he wouldn't shut up about being a lawyer that would also be like Mm. red flag city you know here's the
2: thing if i had to look inside people's mouths all day the last thing i would want to do is then talk about how i look into other people's mouths all day when i am not at work okay uh
3: it's called work-life balance dr blake can you imagine dr blake (laughs) with his fingers in your mouth yeah no Ew. dr Blake is a girl
1: boss and we have to respect the hustle
2: <laughs> laura We're you're girl boss <laughs> uh,
3: the only other notes that i have about the entirety of these goodbyes is i love the body language on the women because like they're literally like leaning forward to hug them but trying to keep their bodies as far away mm-hmm. from these men as possible like all of them except erica who like does have like a sweet convo with jesse
2: yeah erica and jesse had like a sweet convo uh but it, it wasn't even like that super mm-hmm. special what i I liked when erin um had her goodbyes as she talks about how she's been carrying her relationship with Corey
3: this whole time and i was like girl what yeah since when i think like, Aaron has gone on the journey, like, the Temptation Island journey of being, like, stressed out that he's going to leave her and has gotten to the point where she's like, I'm embarrassed I've been so stressed out. He's the problem. Remember how I felt when I first came here? He's the problem. And, like, I felt like we we took, like, five steps forward and three steps back here with Aaron. I don't know. My, my absolute
1: favorite thing about the entire Aaron narrative is that whenever they replay a clip of hers, And I wrote this down, they play a clip where she says, how I felt when I first got here is different from how I feel now. And I didn't know that was going to happen through tears. And to me, like that, like you had an experience, like two weeks of your life (laughs) happened. Like you said nothing, but you said so much and you yelled it. And then they played that like every episode since she said that, (laughs) like it's like an encapsulation of the journey that she felt one way and now she feels another way.
2: I
3: mean, you know what?
2: Same girl. Yeah, (laughs) time has also passed for me.
3: Her hair has gotten longer to show show that time has passed.
2: (laughs) Uh, Okay, so should we should we talk about these? uh,
3: The clips. The the clips. I think that the clips, like, we can just sort of encapsulate them in, like, the them actually like meeting up. Yeah, yeah, yeah like when they finally bring them in basically you're sort of like for me at least i was like okay is Corey going to bring up to aaron like that he has feelings for amanda and like isn't sure how he's feeling about her or like is gonna is he gonna chastise her for the way that she makes him feel or is like that is one the bad outcome from Corey, you know And the bad outcome from Erin is she comes out and she's like, I saw you were connecting with this person and I don't like it. I don't think you deserve me. You know, like you have gained confidence, but not in the way that I wanted. Um, Mm -hmm. But then that isn't what happened. But yeah, that was my takeaway from the clip show.
2: Yeah, I just, uh, it's a lot of them trying to give us a little bit of doubt in the last second of what's going to happen because they made it very clear what's going to happen with Aaron and Corey for weeks now. Um,
3: (laughs) (laughs) What did you say, Laura, before we started about them? about how so it was, I was
1: like it must really suck to know that you're like the first couple who wasn't interesting enough to make it to part two of the finale and they're like well we'll go right we'll get Aaron and cory done before the break and then we'll leave them on a real cliffhanger but like no one cares <laughs> Which yeah. I, I like erin and cory like i like them both they seem like nice people and i'm happy i hope they i hope those kids are okay <laughs> but
2: it just kind of you know they were just like wrapped up and done. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does take a little while because the final bonfire Mm. has a process okay so first
1: (laughs) each of them get
2: yeah how dare you spoil what happened with Corey Aaron so uh, each of them gets the opportunity to just talk and the other person will just listen okay so they take turns doing that (laughs) then they get to have a conversation they get to talk about it okay then Marco Wahlberg gets to berate them (laughs) and then Marco Wahlberg gives them there are three options that they're allowed to choose from and then they choose <laughs> one of those options and it's over.
3: You're, yes. Exactly. I, I
1: really wish there was like a more ceremonious way for them to announce which option they're going with. Like they had to do like a lipstick like on Drag Race <laughs> or something. I wish they had like opened a box or like Spun a wheel or something like they both like, actually
2: secretly made their decision before they have this conversation, and mm-hmm. then it gets rid. Like each like get an envelope of the other person's decision, and they open it, and it's like stay, break
1: up, yes, yes, <laughs> with <exactly>. Amanda.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I also thought that when they were given the option to leave with someone, they were going to bring them out and have Me them too. stand there while they made that like sooner. the bachelor. Why do
2: they not do that? Because, Drama. Let's face it. They already torture. knew what was going to happen, and they have already flown most of the temptresses home uh, <laughs> on economy uh, on Spirit mm. Airlines. Uh, Spirit <laughs> no. uh, they're already in the air. Uh, so there was a lot of
3: clunky, awkward moments in this, though. Like, because this with, was therapy. This was legitimate therapy for them both. Yeah, and also like when, like Corey, like Aaron, walks out. Corey doesn't even stand up. Corey stays seated as Aaron walks out.
2: And she sits, like, like seven feet away from him!
3: Yeah, but as she's walking out, she's like, hi! To him, and he says, nothing. And it was so awkward. If I were her, I would have been like, oh, he's breaking up with me. Like, for sure.
1: I'll be Um, curious to see how, like, the other couple meetups go, though, because I'm very skeptical of production, and I feel like that might have been a rule because... mm -hmm. But also the only other thing we have to go off is that Erica didn't say anything to Kendall, which justified. But you know what I mean? Like maybe yeah. they were like, you cannot talk until you're directly addressed by Mark El Wahlberg. <laughs> but also they would never make her climb up that wooden box in that dress. Like And like if we yeah, put a share on the grass?
2: Uh Erin is in like an absolutely stunning mini dress. Like she she looks looks so good. She's rocking a low pony, but she doesn't Mm -hmm. look like a founding father, which just is hateful to me. (laughs) Uh, Like she just looks beautiful. And then yeah, she has a gorgeous woman. Like she had to take like the biggest steps. And it's like, this woman is about to lose her dignity on television because you won't give her an appropriate place to sit. Yeah. Horrible.
3: Also like, it was so uh, like Corey, I, I don't think I realized until like this sequence how awkward Corey like really is. Like he's a good like He was reading dude. off something, right? Yeah. Like oh, he, he was reading off like flashcards.
1: Oh
2: yeah. He's like some, was some PA was saying. Some PA was doing it like Love Starkey. actually has the the <laughs> cards. Uh but here's so the like thing I can see his eyes tracking he's like this <laughs> is so true and that's not the first time we've noticed this from Corey this season either um he was doing the same thing in his video to her yeah and uh, that's why she was like he was so devoid of love like, yeah because he's reading and he also not. didn't write it like i'm sorry aaron um, but i just I don't, I don't know. It's the the thing that we, that I noticed though, is like they showed the clips from like when they first got to temptation Island and -hmm. like a little bit of their journey of personal growth or whatever. And Corey really does seem to be like sitting up straighter and like visibly does have more confidence in himself. Mm -hmm. Like that's very clear. Like when they, no wonder I hated them both on site because (laughs) <laughs> he was a shell of a human and she mm-hmm. was just
3: a mean lady. Uh, but they've really come around. You know, Corey said like he thought that he had to walk on eggshells and avoid arguments, but... Uh, after the date selection when she saw that he picked griffin he had a breakdown um but then he picked himself up and moved forward that he did make a connection with amanda but he's willing to do his part to be a better boyfriend and aaron did acknowledge she was like you know the clips that i've seen i can tell that you're gaining confidence and that at first your connection with amanda annoyed me um but she realized that like she has taken like she has taken a lot of blame for the um their relationships and where things have gone wrong. And she realizes that she taken, she's taken out a hurt and pain on him. Um, and then they get to talk to each other and like the real deep stuff comes out and she tells him that she's been abused before. It's like, I really intense. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly
1: beloved. We are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom?
2: Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: Jumba.
2: something that came up in each of their like little uh soliloquies uh was uh, sh- he specifically says i need you to meet me halfway and she specifically says i need you to help me carry the weight and it's like okay so you're both willing to go 50 50 now is that yes. is that where we've we've come to okay
1: that's good right uh, my personal favorite part though was when uh mark l walberg jumped on that he goes why don't i believe you after cory cory was like yeah i'm really you know i feel better about myself and i'm ready to like be there for you
2: erin and mark yells at him
1: because no, he said he wasn't
3: intimidated by her she's like i oh, learned yeah. oh, guys oh, that oh, i'm intimidating right, right.
2: well and, and because sorry so just before that really got me. They got me they literally he tells her amanda expressed feelings for me and i respectfully declined because there's no other woman for me than you were Mm -hmm. you faithful like in one sentence and she's like yes Yes. i was faithful and then it's like oh great it's so happy and cute and marco Wahlberg is like not today i want some (laughs) drama pay
3: the toll <laughs> yes, and Corey, it's, it's a girl. <laughs> yes, Corey's like, okay, fine. Here is your toll. I'm sick of feeling little, and I want to feel big. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, Corey. Maybe uh, we should have uh, used different language here, but all right. Marco Wahlberg is
2: like, I'm just afraid that when you leave, she's going to continue being mean to you, knowing you won't stand up for yourself, and you're going to continue to avoid arguments. uh and um, Aaron's like, yes, I need to be put in my place. I'm like, oh, my God. Can we also not use that language? Also, that, yeah, that I- was a little
1: icky, especially after she was just like, I was in previous abusive relationships. Yeah. And then we're like getting to the place where Corey's like, I want to feel big. And Aaron's like, yeah, sometimes I just need to be, you know, talked down to a little bit. I was like, what's <laughs> happening here? I don't know if this is the direction I want to well, take it, I sure. also
3: <laughs> thought that it was like really, I mean, look, they hadn't seen each other in a month. They had been literally, like, having other people trying to sleep with them. But, like, as she was revealing, like, you know, her, like, past abuse, I felt like he, felt, like, seemed very cold and detached for, like, the first little bit of it. And then eventually, like, he leaned in and, like, put his hand on her I leg and stuff. It, he but I was like, so, Corey, hold her. I think he was so taken aback because he literally had no idea about this. And he literally
2: mm-hmm. was like, I, I hate that you have been carrying this alone. Like, mm-hmm. let me take some of the the burden like please uh and so like i think he was just super taken aback and not expecting that revelation to come up Mm -hmm.
1: also i I think it's like based on what they've been saying about how their relationship was before i feel like we over the course of the season have seen erin be fairly open and fairly like emotionally expressive but based on the way it was before like if she never quote-unquote let him in at all and then all of this is coming out in the first time that he's seen her and he's like got his guard up i Mm felt like it was really obvious that they both were like happy to be there like once they started talking they both had like a big smile on their faces that they were trying to get through the like we have to you know say we have to like say stuff yeah
3: Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah i feel like he was shocked So they ask them what they're going to do. You have
2: three options. (laughs) One, you can leave together. Two, you can decide you have a lot of love for each other, but it's not going to work out and leave separate. Or three, you can leave with someone else you've met on Temptation Island.
3: And Aaron says she wants to leave the island with Corey, and Corey says he's leaving the island with his girl and they make out.
2: And they're like, oh, I love you, I love you. Yeah, it's weird. weird. Because he couldn't grab her sitting on that thing because her dress would have been up around her waist, and they can't show that on TV. She's sitting on
1: an, an unsealed wooden plank, and he tried to slide yeah, her. Yeah, Splinter City! <laughs> Yeah, uh, i really I, do wish that at the point where the three options were introduced they had kind of sweetened the pot with some kind of like monetary like mm-hmm. temptation Like they were like by the way Corey, if you pick amanda you get to like take a helicopter to fiji or something like just or to even, make it a little bit spicier
2: um they could do or like okay they've chosen to leave together okay now we're doing a prisoner's dilemma for $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are you going to split the money? Are you going to take the money? Uh, mm-hmm. That could, that's what, that's how the end of um, Love Island works. But then everyone always just shares the money there.
1: Awesome. But that's a hundred dollars.
2: Love Island is that's your next stop, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, and no. Love Island is on six days a week. <laughs>
3: are you serious yeah it it's happening it live three. like big brother yeah
2: it happens live like big brother there's like a lot of public votes that you can influence it the winner is chosen by a public vote uh and love island is a great part where halfway through the season they introduce temptation island and they go to separate villas they call it casa more and it's the most incredible twist in all of reality tv uh it's we could talk about that another time though
1: <laughs> Oh no. Um, I, uh,
2: you oh can't God
1: tell
3: God. me this. I'm running out of things to do in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I no. um I just want to say like they're making out and like I think that maybe just as viewers, you've like listening you've been listening to them talk about each other nonstop for the past several months. So you're like ready for like, you know, the um the romantic comedy ending where the kiss is so passionate and amazing, but they're like closed mouth kissing each other, like Laura's doing it, just over
2: like, and over, just peck, 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 peck,
3: peck. <laughs> I was like, I was like horror, you know. I was, I was like, like I, I wanted like the face grab, you know. I wanted, I wanted the passion.
1: Okay, you know what I also thought about though, like. If you've ever been in a long distance relationship and you've been apart for like, even a month, there's that weird moment where you first see each other, where you're like, who are you? I know I'm Mm -hmm. supposed to like you, but what's happening? Like, they're going through that. They also know they're being televised. And it's also like (laughs) their relationship was just hanging by a thread. So
2: Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's a little
1: tense. But yeah, I wanted a more satisfying makeup.
2: They started making out in the car. It's fine.
3: We didn't get to see it, but you know what happened. Oh, for sure. They uh, look. It's fine. I just was waiting for like the music swelling, magical kiss reunited, and it was sort of like odd pecking over and over again. It
2: was. I did note that they were like like birds, just like peck 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 peck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, you know what I wrote down? What? I've come to love them. I want them to be happy
3: kirsten that is amazing if you had asked me we won if you would want Erin and Cory to be happy i, I would wrote
2: i wrote in my notes stop so, i actually kind of love them question <laughs> mark so kirsten what you're saying is that how you felt at first is different
1: from how you feel now and you didn't know that would happen i didn't know that was going to happen <laughs> who could predict that
2: would happen yeah it's <laughs> wild you know what obviously my brain has melted through an additional 2 <laughs> months of lockdown <laughs> um love it okay mm-hmm. then the rest of this episode is dedicated to Erica and Kendall mm-hmm. uh and i will admit i was surprised to have them
3: me too. This.
2: But here's my suspicion. Yeah. I th- oh, yeah. Tom and Chelsea would have made a lot more sense because I think that in each half of it, they want to have one couple stay together and one couple break up. hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. their goal. So I mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still just praying that Eric and Kendall break up because they didn't show us their answer at the end of the episode, which was hateful.
0: Mm hmm
2: um but yeah so before they actually get to the bonfire erica talks about being worried about falling for what kendall has to say because it's happened before Mm -hmm. and kendall comes in saying oh we came into this villain with no rules and i just really need to see a lot from erica
3: shut up kendall i mean disgusting like he he's he's just disgusting he's like what me and Alexis shared here, like, I didn't do that with Erica. Like, why is it easier to compliment Alexis than it is to compliment Erica when I don't even know this girl? And and he also had the nerve to say that having a threesome really showed that I'm fully committed to the island experience. Well, yeah, anyone who does
2: not it's... have a threesome, they're bad. They're high it.
1: Sometimes I feel like Kendall doesn't think that he's being filmed. Like that he doesn't think that America sees what's happening. And maybe America is a broad term for the viewership of (laughs) Temptation Island. But, you know, I feel like he thinks that he's so... I don't know. He thinks that his version of events is the only one that happened. And I don't think he knows that... we see through that I don't yeah, know yeah he thinks Maybe he can I'm... get
2: away with everything because he's always gotten away with everything his whole life
3: mm-hmm. not today Absolutely. Kendall not with me and so when they get there Erica comes out first and Mark L. Wahlberg sees her and goes Erica you made it like just like was her a show <laughs> yeah like, he loves her so much clearly like production loves her and feels terrible for her I'm sure like I, I feel like I, there's wait, a real soft I just, spot in production for Erica
2: I would just like to say for the record um production cares about her in so much as they can care for any contestant who they are um fully uh you know exploiting to yeah, publicly humiliating uh, mm-hmm. like they they might like her but they are still exploiting her pain for a, a reality TV show <laughs> So, absolutely there's not that much production's pressure. hoping erica
1: doesn't sue them
2: <laughs> oh god no i'm sure she's signed her whole life away uh so kendall uh does the whole uh double speak thing again mm-hmm. uh talking about how uh you know they came here to work on each other individually he had a block around his heart he could not open up emotionally and it made it hard for him to love her the right way. And he wants to love her the right way. Um, but he wasn't giving her all of him. Uh, he made a connection on the island and he did open up to her and blah, 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 blah. Like, I just I hate him so It much. was funny how
1: quickly Kendall's
2: narrative
1: changed from this entire season where he was like, I'm embracing the island experience. Erica has so much she needs to work on. I'm here. Just whatever happens, happens. And I'm not flip-flopped so quickly when he was speaking to Erica that he was like well we know how much I have to work on and nobody's mm-hmm. perfect and I have character flaws and I've made mistakes like it's I don't want just, to make any
3: more excuses I want to focus on being a better version of me Yeah, listen to you it's making excuses all those little riddles
1: those mm-hmm. little skin riddles he's really just like whatever he needs
2: to say oh yes And uh, Erica responds by coming in like a total boss uh, Mm -hmm. about how like when she came in, she thought that it was about regaining her confidence and proving herself to Kendall, um, that she could be the woman that he wanted her to be. Um, But she realized that she was there for different reasons, that she's been made to feel unworthy, like she doesn't Mm -hmm. deserve to be treated well and that she no longer trusted herself, that she felt she did not deserve to be loved unconditionally. But that now she is not the same Erica And she hopes Mm -hmm. that everything that he did was worth it.
3: (laughs) Queen. Yes, Erica. Good speech, Erica,
1: in all capital. Great. And and I felt she
3: was very true to herself. You know, of course, I would want to be up there screaming at him, but Erica is not that kind of person. Like, but I thought that she stood up for herself and was really true to her feelings and held his feet to the fire. Like, I, I felt like she did a Well, yeah, because when it
2: comes time for them to converse, she straight Mm -hmm. up goes, so what do you think you've worked on, Kendall? Like, what did you do? And he's like, oh, well, you know, I I put myself out there emotionally and she's like, "Okay, but like, tell me this. How do you feel that sleeping with not only one person, but two people (laughs) helped you open up? emotionally. It's not like you waited and, and made a connection. It's like you slept with the first thing you saw. Help me understand this. And he's like, speechless. oh, it was, it was poor decision making. I've made mistakes, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, listen, no, you disrespected yourself. You disrespected me. Uh, like, what the hell? And he's like, it's, this is not how I operate. And I wrote in comments, yes, it is.
3: He says, yeah, he lost a piece of himself in the house, but he was not expecting this like I no, really think that he's shocked he by not. this he's totally knocked off center well and he's he, like
2: he tries to throw back on her immediately mm-hmm. but be like well did you resist temptation and she's like you know what on my final date I kissed my date that was that and you're not allowed to ask me that question at this point he's like I can ask any question I want shut up oh, Kendall oh, And
1: oh, I got nervous I really thought she was gonna crumble at that point and like that he was going to turn around the Jesse thing on her. She, oh, she did so well. She, she really stuck to her guns. It she was said, so and you were
3: sleeping with the whole world. Yeah. And she said, he's like, I can ask whatever I want. Like you would, you would do that. And she's like, you can't talk about our future and us leaving this Island together because you were talking about that with Alexis. I watched you talk about having kids, whatever. And like, how dare you talk about that with somebody here and then say that you all the entire time you were there you were thinking about our future she really really went in on him and i was so proud of her it's she beautiful. did so good a beautiful moment i like
1: wanted to stand behind her with like a water bottle and a towel and like yes! massage her shoulders like she just no pulled no button uh-huh. like incredible but uh,
3: uh-huh.
1: um i really hope they don't get back to
3: I'm scared, Laura I really hope I'm, they don't
1: leave together. We still don't know. Yeah, I'm <laughs> scared. They won't. I'm After scared. this, though, I
3: really think that she'll be like, because she's she was about to say, "I love you," but I can't do this anymore. I am leaving alone, and I think that he'll be like, "Well, then, fine. I'm leaving with Alexis."
2: <laughs> what if she yeah. leaves with Alexis? Well, I, like she...
3: I don't think she will.
2: He carried her into the house. 24 hour date. It was like yeah, pretty but... romantic.
3: But, like, he told her, as they were saying goodbye, he was like, I'll see you in L.A. Like, they live in the same place. There's no reason for them to leave together. You know, my mom had a question about this. And she was like, do you really think that Erica only like kissed jesse on her date because they were in bed together and i was like i don't know like a lot of people make out and just sleep in the same bed like i've done that before and like nothing else has happened um well yeah of course and, that's what you tell your mom maggie well, no but it, it is real <laughs> i have done that um and she but she was like i know i know that that's a thing people do but do you think erica did that or do you think they kind of this? had that thought of they like she's just not telling
2: Yeah, they specifically Mm -hmm. showed us like her dress like thrown over like the lamp and her bra and and, like, you know what, I I guess it's not really any of our business what she got up to with Jesse, but I think it was probably like a little more than making
3: out. Yeah, it's not our business, but the only thing that I'm worried about is that Kendall is going to throw that back in her face when he's trying to get her back and be like, well, you said you only kissed him. And now I find out that you were lying to me. Like, at least I was truthful about what I did. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that is like something that he would latch on to. Like, you know, I don't know.
1: Well, I was worried that's what was going to happen because I thought that that is what happened, that they slept together. And then I thought when Kendall pressed her on that 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 was going to come out and whether that happened or not I'm happy that she stuck to that too because it felt like he was going Mm -hmm. to turn around and throw that back in her face
2: Mm -hmm. it's like even if they did have confirmed coitus okay (laughs) uh, (laughs) I they literally built a connection an emotional connection over the whole season and it was like very clear that that last date meant something which like obviously even if it didn't mean anything and she just wanted to have some fun that's totally fine too but like that's not the vibe that i get from this so Mm -hmm. i I just don't i don't see the problem except for kendall's just looking he's scrambling he's looking for anything to get away with it
1: Mm -hmm. no not at all and that was kind of my thought like eric absolutely did nothing wrong so don't give him anything that he can use against you Mm -hmm. like (laughs) we're rooting for you it's okay you need to lie you need to lie but you know and then
3: yeah, that, that was how sorry, they left sorry, us. I they left the us with the cliffhanger. And we still don't know anything about what we're going to see next week with Kristen and Julian or Chelsea, but I am worried that I'm, Kristen's not going to say yes.
2: I'm very
3: worried that Kristen is going
2: to say no. And then, like, Chelsea and Thomas are going to just somehow end up back together.
3: No. They can't. Oh, God. Thomas
2: like, has, it, I know. Sophia. it would be so uh, nonsensical. But I also just, like, I just got this feeling. Feeling because I think if Tom and Chelsea were gonna break up, they would have shown that in this episode with uh Aaron and Corey as like a way to like tie it up with a bow and then unless be like,
3: they... Oh, sorry, unless they like fight like crazy yeah, at the maybe, fire, maybe you they know? have a like, fight, they fireworks. could have a big
2: fight, they could have a big fight.
3: I could I also that. think we'll probably
1: get another like hefty chunk of. Erica and Kendall at the beginning of the next episode
0: oh yes
2: like I think that there will be a lot more uh, original I, content I think he's episode. gonna be very upset when he does not get his way and mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna be a big TV moment uh, do we what, are, what, did,
3: uh, what did Mary think about this episode did she send you any thoughts Yeah, you know, she thought it was pretty boring, um, to be fair. She didn't love like the clip show aspect of it. Um, Well, and neither did you. That was the only text I got about the show was last night. You've been like, it's a clip show. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah, well, she said, like, they're going to make us wait about Julian and Kristen. It's going to be the last one. I'm so nervous. And um, she obviously really likes Corey. I think Corey is my mom's favorite on the show. And she was talking about Kendall and Erica. And right before they came out, she goes, Kendall and Erica, let's hear what bold face lies come out of his mouth. Wonder how he will completely twist this to his advantage and how he is the only one who is true to the process. She should just stand up and punch him right in the face. (laughs) Mary. <laughs> I know. Not um, Mary so Island
1: is really bringing out Mary's violent side. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
3: Um endorsing she physical also, violence. She also just said that um he's been playing the good cop uh, in the relationship this whole time, like pretending that he's the one invested in them and she has to work on her issues. And she just said that the problem now is that there's video evidence of his real personality and like none of it is her. Um, and she said, The jig is up. She now sees the real you and it is ugly.
2: <laughs> Not
3: the jig is up. <laughs> she did say the jig is up. <laughs> As though uh, we were in like Fiddler on the Roof.
2: That incredible. <laughs> incredible. Oh my God. Well, wow. yeah, that's uh that's kind of it for this episode. Mm. Um, Laura, do you have anything else you want to say about this episode, about the season? I, about the couples that we didn't
3: get to oh,
1: I have so much to say, but I have a request for a prediction.
3: Okay. Because my
1: boyfriend and I were debating. Do we think clearly Kristen and Julian will be the last couple that goes mm-hmm. before, you know, the tribunal of Mark L. Wahlberg? And um, <laughs> the in that final moment where they make them say, you know, which of the three options do you choose? Do you think that first they will trick Kristen into saying, yes, she wants to leave the island with Julian and then Julian will get down one knee and propose? Or do we think they're going to have Julian say, I want to leave the island with Kristen, take the moment to propose, and then we're going to be left with Kristen's final moment of decision?
3: I think the latter. I think that he's going to propose and then she's going to be like, uh because I don't think that they'll want like it, What if she's like, I want to leave the island alone. And then Julian just like has a ring and he doesn't propose. Oh, yeah. No, they want to get the proposal That's no matter fair. what.
2: That's a good call. See, I feel like I
1: feel like Kristen is going to I feel like Kristen is 100 percent in. So I feel I was like just maybe getting they would a weird. Like
2: her that way. I was getting a weird vibe this episode um, when she was talking to um, Lex. Lex about it, mm-hmm. I just was getting a vibe of like, oh, is she in or is she out? She I
1: might be know.
3: out. <gasps> but I do think, like, I she... hope not. I'll be so sad. <laughs> I know. I want, I want them to work out. I, love I do. Them. Oh I know. no. I know that um, you have strong feelings about Chelsea and Tom, Laura. We didn't really get to talk about it. Um, no, we didn't. Wait, so Maybe like, this, is this, is, no, this, is, this is it? You know, this is No, this is your. own. this is the moment. The this is the moment. Let's talk. Oh
1: man. Um, I think I hope they don't leave together, but also in an equally strong way, I feel that they deserve each other. Does that make sense? Yes. Wait, you don't think? I that- think. I think I Sorry. don't think Chelsea will experience a life of happily ever after if she flies into the sunset with Dr. Blake. Yeah, why? No, don't not quite. That? <laughs> <laughs> I like Sophia just fine. I feel kind of... I don't know if there's a future for Tom and Sophia.
2: Um, I hope not. Leave um, her alone, oh, on, Nora. Nora.
1: Chelsea drives me nuts. I don't, I don't know. She's Leave 22. She can do better. Yeah, I, no, I, I like Sophia just fine. Tom and Chelsea, I'm excited for this final bond. I think it's going to be um I think it's going to be explosive I think they both think they're the victim and I think mm-hmm. they yes. both equally victimize exactly. each other and I think that makes a really good tv no matter what happens especially since I do feel sort of emotionally uh divested from that situation I think I can just sit back and watch and enjoy and not be quite as nervous as I am for you know Erica or for Julian and Kristen so Yes. And I
3: I completely agree with you. I think that they both are going to come in and look at each other and be like, how could you do this to me? And then be like, what? I didn't do anything to you. You did it to me. Like, I, I feel like they're like fully going in ready to let the other one have it and like take no responsibility for their own actions. And it's going to be. Amazing. Do you think that Thomas have will... like a
1: fiery, righteous anger.
2: Yes. Do you think Thomas will throw the foam football at Chelsea? <laughs> <gasps> oh,
1: not the foam football! Oh, they added bright, such yellow. a dramatic sound effect to that. Like, <laughs> What I wouldn't give to see just the raw footage of that football making no noise as he hurled <laughs> it as hard as he could. But oh, they added no. a little like... Daniel. That little Nerf <laughs> yeah. football. Oh God! No damage with
3: that. Oh, I love it. Yikes! Um, but yeah, I I just I mean I think next week's gonna be fireworks. But even more so, I'm pumped for this reunion. I yeah. I cannot wait for the set. reunion. I think it's gonna be great because now these couples have been watching each other talk about each other. Because like apparently I saw on the Reddit that like Erin was on a live and she was like, yeah, it's really awkward to like watch my boyfriend talk shit about me on tv every week um so like i think that there's like oh as if Corey was talking shit he's the most (laughs) like
2: chill dude ever oh no and uh, i don't know like we like she said worse about him he was like he was like sometimes my cup isn't all the
1: way full And I think that Erin might have something to do with that. And she's like, (laughs) Corey's talking shit. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. I I feel like like they both were pretty nice behind each other's backs. You know? Yeah. There's not, I don't
3: know. They were just like, there's nothing incriminating. I agree. I agree. But I yeah. think that we'll just see, you know, like now that people can see each other's confessionals and see what's actually going on, I feel like there will be like a lot more to discuss. And I can't wait to hear from like the temperatures, because, you know, when Kendall got back to L.A., he called Nicole, he called Alexis, he called a girl who whose name we don't even know because she left early. But he's going to try and hook up with her, too. Like, I just know that there's going to be like a lot of juicy stuff there. So.
2: You're right. I'm just, I'm excited for that. So we've got, next week is part two of the final bonfire, and then the week after that, we
3: have the reunion, which we think is a one-part reunion. Well, I would love a two-part reunion, but I do think it'll probably be one part. Because I
2: I think that they said Temptation Island was going to be 12 episodes, so Mm -hmm. um, since the final bonfire is two parts, I think that means the reunion has to be one part, uh, which I think is maybe a mistake, but... uh, (laughs) Maybe nothing happens at the reunion, and so it will be boring. I don't know. Uh, or maybe it will be four hours long. I'm not sure. I ah, neither do I, Siri. Neither do I. Um, <laughs> I'm always like knocking the side of my watch against like my leg, and then it's like, "What are you trying to ask me? Nothing. <laughs> Stop it." Uh yeah. So I think that's. I think we've come to the end. Uh the shorter recap this week, uh, mm-hmm. because they didn't show us anything and we do yeah, it, apologize for that.
3: It really was like um, you know, like out with like a flutter. Like it really is not the they're not putting their best here for this two part finale, I have to say. Um exactly. Yeah. Maybe
1: they're lowering our expectations for part two. And part two is gonna be oh, front to back. Excellent. Jaw
2: dropping TV. I hope, hope
3: so. Don't I hope so?
2: Maybe. um This is also, you know, we're coming to the end of the season. It's also a great time. If you wanted to rate and review us on iTunes, that'd be cool. We'd, we'd like that. I feel like I haven't been shaming people enough to rate and review us like I normally do on every other podcast. So, like, <laughs> just go to com. No, com slash Temptation Island. It'll take you right to the iTunes store you leave us a five-star review It would just be really nice to know that you're here that you're listening it would make
3: my mom super happy it would make mary really happy you could shout mm-hmm. mary out in a do review it for mary yeah i can for screenshot mary. them and send them to her she would be really happy yeah do it for hashtag mary. do it for
2: mary <laughs> that's her that see there's your title for your five-star review hashtag do it for mm-hmm. mary Uh, As well as uh, we're coming up on the start of May, a new month, a great time to become a patron of Rob has a podcast. Uh, They make this podcast and so many others possible. Check that out at robhaswebsite.com slash patron. And Laura, do you have anything that you would like to plug? Do you want anyone to follow you, see what you're doing? Oh man, Um, if
1: you have any desire to follow me after this, um, (laughs) I'm on Instagram at laura.gerard um i'm on tiktok too keeping up with the teens uh Gerard. that's it that's the only places you can find me really nowadays
3: and you can find your online training program through the link in your bios there correct that's true that's true
1: all that info is on instagram and i'm Launching a super uh, big, exciting new project in June. So, if you like big, exciting new projects and you like uh, fitness
3: stuff, then come find me. <laughs> okay, it's really great. I'm a part of her program. It's been it's been wonderful. So she's fabulous. Thanks, if you're looking for a new trainer,
2: okay. Well done, uh,
3: Maggie. Is there any anything you want to plug? What have you been um, up to? You know, just watching a lot of Temptation Island. Um I have been doing recaps over on uh, Big Brother Canada, uh talking about Big Brother Canada season 9. It has been a wild week in the house this week and I was on like one of the weirdest updates ever where we had to talk about one of the worst moves ever made in Big Brother history. Um, and yeah, so, and you can find me on Instagram at ML Morgan underscore, uh, if you want to connect with me further.
2: Perfect. And if people are not yet sick of me, they can get me on every platform at Kirsten said what, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten said what, um, Bojack Horse Pod is staying strong with Lindsay Wilson and Mary released the latest Kowski cast, uh, about the Riverdale mid-season finale so that's up there as well uh and uh, on monday i will be on the big brother recap talking about the uh whoever returns after the fake double eviction so that should be exciting too Um, But for now, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Laura, for being here. This is so much fun. Yes, so fun. Thank you for having me. It's a fangirl
1: moment for me. I had such a good time. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: you. And then uh, we'll we'll catch everyone uh, next week. Bye. Bye.
1: (laughs) It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 18 plus.